Bank of Canada announcing that they're raising the key policy rate. It's now 4.75%. It's up 0.25%. It's the first hike since January, as I say. But you add it all together, and it's well over 4% that uh, interest rates have gone up since all of this effort at slowing inflation got started. So it's going to affect you. If, you, if you're carrying debt and variable rate mortgages and all the rest of that stuff, it's going to be yet another increase on your monthly expenses. So let's find out the reasoning behind this and where we might be headed. We're going to chat with Alexander David, who is the David E. Mitchell Professor of Finance at the University of Calgary. Professor, thank you for joining us. Appreciate your time today. Thank you for having me. It's so, a pleasure. So this decision, uh, a quarter of a point, we've seen much, much bigger hikes than that. Um, this one, uh, you know, typically quarter of a percent of what you would see. Uh, were you surprised that the Bank of Canada decided to take this step? Not everybody seemed to be in agreement this time. Uh, well, actually, I wasn't surprised. Um, it it uh, They'd had paused uh, increasing rates uh, in January, and so they resumed now. And um, that is uh, actually, I think, in line with expectations about it, because um, inflation has come down, but it's still in the range where the Bank of Canada is not comfortable. It's about 4 four to 4.5%, four while their target is 2%. So just to, you know, be consistent with that target, they have, um, you know, made another effort to raise rates a little bit. How much of an impact did the numbers we saw regarding the overall economy, the GDP, that came out last week? Because I think that surprised a lot of people, right? The target was supposed to be uh, somewhere around 2% people were expecting. It was over 3%. How much did that go into this decision, do you think? Oh, I think that was a significant uh, piece of information. Uh, the um, economic growth did come in stronger than expected. 3.1% is a pretty strong number. And... Um, that sort of gave uh, the bank some sort of, um, you know, comfort level that, you know, economic growth is still pretty robust. So another quarter point increase, um, you know, it should be able to withstand it without uh, causing a recession. I mean, that would be the reasoning yeah. behind feeling comfortable. That that that's what it comes down to, right? It's 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 looking for that quote unquote soft landing. You want to take the steps to slow things, but not so much that you end up in recession. That's where they're trying to find that sweet spot, right? Right. That soft landing is uh, the nirvana for a central bank. <laughs> <laughs> Although uh, we'd have to go back to 1994, where the last time we had a soft landing, and then before that, you know, maybe. I don't know, just maybe a couple of episodes uh, for uh, many decades. And are we still, I mean, at this point, it's, we can't really talk about what might happen next month or in six months because we're still sort of in that wait-and-see approach. It really seems like they're sort of keeping an eye on things and almost reacting like that decision that came out last week. So we'll have to wait and see where we are when the next announcement's made, right? Yes, and uh, I think you're uh, raising some important issues here on the wait-and-see because... This really is an interesting uh, point of time when um, everybody thinks the central banks should be done raising rates yeah. because uh, inflation is getting contained. Um, and uh, there is also the, the risk of um, another financial crisis, so which will get triggered off by being too aggressive with rates. So we had uh, three banks fail in the United States, we had one big bank failure in in Europe, and um, in Canada itself, um, you know, there is some concern about the financial health of some of the banks. For example, TD Bank, their stock is uh, 
been heavily shorted, yeah. and it's down uh, 11% on the year. And uh, there were some concerns about the exposure to the U.S., but I think there's some concern about the commercial real estate sector, even in Canada, and the banks are heavily exposed to that. So, uh, yeah, there's the risk that, you know, if they get too aggressive with rates, that could have some stress on the financial system. And they don't want to go there. Yeah, especially when you talk about real estate and things like that. That's a lot of, you know, financing. That's a lot of borrowed money. And when you raise the cost, it really, really changes things. I mean, just talk about the fact that we've seen such a dramatic increase. I mean, okay, it's a quarter of a point this month. But you go back even a year, uh, a year and a half, and you're looking at a 4.5% increase. Absolutely. I mean, we, we do have to remember it was coming off a very low number. Yeah. yeah. So um, this is closer to what we would call a, a normal or a neutral rate uh, than where we were. But that said, yeah, I mean, you know, banks were getting almost free uh, financing. Now it's like 4%. And so we've seen the effects on the numbers. So, for example, the um, uh, housing consumption uh, was down about 3 or 4% in uh, Q1. Uh, business investment, which is also interest rate sensitive, was down 3 to 4%, or maybe it was more like 2.5%. Right. So these interest rate sensitive sectors have been uh, cooling off, and uh, so that tells us that those rate hikes are working. And, um, you know, so the, uh, so the bank perhaps has already done enough. I do want to raise one, o- one other point sure. um, uh, about the inflation cooling off. So I keep a track of a very interesting index, which is actually created by the New York Fed. Uh, but it is an international uh, index. It's called the Global Supply Chain Cost Index. And this index keeps a me- measure of, you know, the supply chain costs, you know, all across mm-hmm. the world, which affects Canada as well. And so, in you know, after the pandemic, this thing had gone up dramatically to double-digit growth rates. But now it's been cooling off for uh, several quarters in a row. And right now it's almost back down to normal levels. Oh, wow. Okay. So um, that tells me that at least from the supply chain side, inflation is normalizing, which is a big relief. That's huge, yeah. And uh, then in my view, um, the central banks don't have to be that aggressive anymore. Well, that's that's good to hear. I mean, like like we say, there's there's no crystal ball here, but those kinds of indicators uh, they are encouraging. Um, Alexander, thank you so much for your time. Unfortunately, I'm out of time, but I do appreciate you joining us today.